Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And uh, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference, and uh, hopefully it is making a difference in your life. And listening, that's great, but it's never enough, folks. We have to take action. We have to follow up what we've learned with actions in our lives, and then and only then, it can make a difference. Well, uh, you know, I usually send you to the events section at ConsciousTalk.net, and so many of our regular events that we sponsor are taking some time off, but uh, I assure you that come September, um, the free natural health lecture series will return, and by the end of this month, you will see the listings for a number of things, including... Um, some very special events that we have coming up in the fall uh, that will be done uh, uh, out here in Port Townsend. Yes, we're utilizing the Mind Body Institute here. Um, they actually Madrona Mind Body Institute in Fort Myers. It's a lovely, lovely place. Fort uh, Warden. <laughs> or excuse me, Fort Warden. Thank you. It is still Mercury retrograde. Yeah. I know that. Also, just want to remind you, you might want to hop on our Facebook page. Rob and I posted something about essential formulas up there yesterday. Essential formulas is one of our main sponsors, been with us for years and years. They have absolutely the cleanest, most efficacious products that we have found. All our sponsors do we we check them out really thoroughly before we bring them to you we're very very proud to have all of these people on board supporting you and us with their products and also helping to keep us on the air so if you get a chance check that out on our facebook page yeah it's an article by ross pelton who we've had on the show um you know he's a scientific advisor to essential formulas and and it's a lot about the genome um, and, and all the things that we've learned. Well, um, you hang on because we'll be right back. Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk, can an act of kindness make a difference in someone else's life? More importantly, can it make a difference in yours? Well, we'll have a chat with Laura Schroff, author of An Invisible Thread, and it's a story you won't want to miss. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk Radio. That makes a difference, and yes, we are. We're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of, people that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together, one listener at a time. That listener is you. Well, our special guest today is Laura Schroff. Now, she's a former advertising executive who helped launch three of the most successful startups in the Time, Inc. history, which is 
in style teen people and people style watch now she also worked as a new york division manager at people magazine and since the release of her book which we're going to talk about today it's called an invisible thread she's been a keynote speaker at over 300 schools libraries charities and bookstores encouraging people to find for their own invisible thread connections and appreciate the power of small acts of kindness Laura, welcome to Conscious Talk. Well, thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it, and happy summer. Yes, well, you too. And your book is right up our alley. Yeah. I mean, anybody that talks about acts of kindness, um, you know, are right right where we want to be. Yeah. Well, look, um, Laura, we all know there's a divide in this country, and I'm not talking about the political one, but the divide between the haves and the have-nots, and, and it's getting worse. And neither side understands the other, or so it seems they don't care to understand the other. So why did you write this book? Because it is a story of people on two sides. Well, you know, it's really interesting. When I first met Maurice Mazak back in 1986, he was an 11-year-old boy, and we lived only two blocks apart. And I actually at the time was 35, and, and as you had mentioned, I, you know, at the time, I was working at USA Today. And while I certainly wouldn't have considered, considered myself one of the big haves, I certainly lived a comfortable lifestyle. And when I met Maurice, it wasn't until, I would say, probably about 10 years later that people started to tell me, you should write a book, write a book. This story is such an incredible story. And um, finally, 25 years later, <laughs> or 20... 22 years later, I decided one night when I had time, I had taken an early retirement package from Time, Inc., that I would sit down and try to write my book. And before I knew it, I was working on it and then pretty much finished it. I was very lucky to find a co-writer who I thought was enormously talented. And he was able to take what I wrote and bring it to the next level. So I, you know, it took me 20, almost 25 years um, for my book to actually come out. But it was really because of the relationship and the friendship and this bond that I had um, developed mm -hmm. with this young boy who was 11 years old. It's the story of our friendship. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and obviously you were different in economic status at the time. Is that correct? Oh, completely, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, Maurice, Maurice and I lived only two blocks apart, but yet we came from two very different worlds. In fact, we used to always say how 55th Street divided our worlds. He lived on 54th, and I lived on 56th. Mm -hmm. And at the time, he was 11 years old, and he was living at the Bryan Hotel. And this was back in the, you know, the 1980s, the late 80s. And there were a lot of panhandlers on the street during, the, during that time in New York City. But when I met Maurice, it was the first time I'd ever seen a young boy alone with his hand out. And as I passed, he said to me, excuse me, lady, do you have any spare change? I'm hungry. Mm. And my original reaction was to say no, but I really wasn't paying attention. And as I got to walk towards Broadway, I realized what he said, that he was hungry. So I went back to him and I said to him, listen, you're just a kid. I said, I don't want to give you any money, but if you're hungry, I'll take you over to McDonald's and I'll get you something to eat. And he looked at me with this very strange look. And um, I said, but I'd like to join you. And he thought about it for a few minutes, and he said yes. And what was so amazing to Maurice 
was that he was used to people giving him a nickel, a dime, a quarter, and on a good day, maybe even a dollar. But I, w- I was the first person that ever didn't treat him as if he were invisible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's interesting because you it, it's described in the book from his point of view that you know, you went by and he watched you and all of a sudden you stopped in the middle of the street, you know, almost to your own peril, um, and then came back. So what was it? Was it just that he was a kid or was something else going on in your life at that time? What made you turn around this time? Well, I didn't realize what was going on in my life at the time, but what really made me turn around was the fact that he said he was hungry. I'm mm. thinking, you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Like, how is it possible that a child in America can be hungry? So as we were walking over to McDonald's, I, he said to me, could I have um, a Big Mac? So I said, sure. He said, well, could I have French fries? I said, absolutely. He said, well, what about a Diet Coke? I said, you have a Diet Coke. <laughs> he said, could I have a thick shake? And I'm thinking, wow, this kid, yeah. he's quite a little negotiator. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was the cutest child and as we sat down and had lunch together i could just tell that he was just this really sweet kitten when we started to talk and he told me he lived at the bryan hotel i knew exactly where he lived and in fact whenever i was on broadway and i would get to 54th street i would actually cross the street and cross on the other side of this walk on the other side of the street mm. you know it was just a dangerous shelter hotel right mm-hmm where many families who were very good families but were poor lived there. Mm -hmm. And as you can imagine, there were many, many people who lived there that were bad people too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and when you say he was hungry, he literally um, would go sometimes two and three days without eating. He had not had anything to eat in two full days. Mm -hmm. And he used to sometimes describe to me how sometimes he was so hungry he felt like someone had punched him in the stomach. Oh, gosh. How long was your lunch with him? And you learned about his life. How did he get in this position? Were his parents poor? Did he have parents? Well, you know, his father, unfortunately, um, was a drug dealer and um, a thug Mm -hmm. who left, unfortunately, when Maurice was six. Mm. And his mother, Darcella, whom he loved dearly, she, unfortunately, was addicted to heroin and crack. Mm. So he lived in a room at the Bryan Hotel, which was about the size of, it was about 12 by 12, Mm. with his mother, his grandmother. Now, his grandma Rose was really tough, but she also was very loving. And what Mm -hmm. was interesting about Grandma Rose is she never did drugs during the day. She only did them at night, so he didn't know that. Mm. But with his grandma Rose, his two sisters, an aunt, two baby cousins, and uncles who came and went. And in that room, there was just one chair. On the opposite side sat a half of a refrigerator with a television that sat on top, and then two single beds where the children would sleep, and more often than not, Maurice would go into the closet and go to sleep there because it was a way of getting away from his chaotic world. So we had lunch, and he just seemed like the sweetest kid. So I said to him, I was supposed to go to the U.S. Open that day, and when I woke up that morning, it was raining, so the open was canceled so it just so happened i had no plans that day Mm. and then when the sun came out around two o'clock that's when i decided to go out for a walk so when we were done with lunch i said too much like take a walk to the park and he kind of like looked at me and he said okay and we took a walk to the park and we continued to talk and he was very careful about what he was telling me at that point 
we came out of the park. I said to him, would you like some ice cream? And I pointed over to haagen and he said, oh, he said, designer ice cream? <laughs> I, said, I guess so. And then um, he said to me, Miss Laura, do you like to play video games? I mm-hmm. said, well, sometimes. He said, do you want to go to this arcade down the street? I said, sure. So we went to this arcade, and he played some video games, and then it was time to go our separate ways, and I can't believe I was so foolish to actually give him my business card, and I told him to call me if he was ever hungry. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's out on the street trying to get quarters to eat, and throughout the entire week, I couldn't seem to get him out of my mind, mm-hmm. um, and he had just the sweetest and most trusting eyes. So on Thursday night after work, I decided to leave a little bit early to see if I could try to find him, and unbeknownst to me, that night he was really hungry, and he thought maybe if he stood on the same corner, he would see me again, and I would invite him to dinner. Mm-hmm. And as I turned the corner, there he was. I said, hey, I said, Maurice, you're hungry. He said, oh, he said, Miss Laura, I'm starving. I said, come on, we'll go to McDonald's. And so we went to McDonald's, and while we were having dinner, I said to him, I have a great idea. I said, how about if you meet me on the corner next Monday night, and I'll take you to the Hard Rock Cafe. Mm. And um, the Hard Rock Cafe was on 57th Street. And he gave me this big smile, and then he asked if he could wear the clothes that he had on because they were the only clothes he owned. Oh. Wow. This is, you know, such a beautiful story, uh, you know, and so tugs at your heartstrings. And I know it's the same with our listening audience. The book is The Invisible Thread. We're with Laura Schroff. We're going to learn a lot more. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind. But few address subtle energy, which is the energy of life. We refer to as consciousness. A new company, Focus Life Force Energy Innovations, has created this technology and made it affordable to all of us. What makes this technology different is it can focus subtle life force energy on a property and everything within it. It can also be attached to a mobile object, such as a cell phone, so the energy goes with you. The benefit of this energy includes better sleep, an enhanced feeling of well-being, boosts natural healing ability, more joy, mitigation of electromagnetic energy, and much, much more. Oh, and hey, don't forget to apply for a 15-day free trial with no strings attached. Go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on the Conscious Partners at the top of the homepage and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you. The latest trend to hit the store shelves has the whole country buzzing. Cannabidiol, or CBD, might just be the greatest discovery of our generation. And it comes from a plant that is not so new, agricultural hemp. Yes, after 70 years of prohibition and misunderstanding, hemp is back to help you stay healthy and balanced. Growing research is showing that we have a lot to learn from the remarkable hemp plant. Nutrient-rich products like Plus CBD Oil's Total Plant Complex concentrated products provide broad-spectrum nutrition, including fatty acids, plant sterols, cannabinoids, terpenes, and naturally occurring vitamin E. From seed to shelf, all Plus CBD Oil products provide the highest quality hemp-derived CBD products available and are offered in a variety of delivery systems and flavors to suit your needs. Ask your local independent health food store about Plus CBD Oil products by CV Sciences today and learn more about the CBD evolution at pluscbdoil.com. That's pluscbdoil.com. Conscious Talk, radio that opens the heart and illuminates the mind.
While summer is the absolute best time for swimming, cookouts, and much-anticipated vacations, it's the worst time to endure the pain and embarrassment of unexpected gas and bloating. Bloating oftentimes isn't triggered by how much food you eat, but rather what you eat. Some foods are difficult for your body to break down, and those undigested particles pass into the colon and produce uncomfortable gas bubbles that make your stomach swell and bloat and can even lead to weight gain. Enter your summertime savior, Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotics, an exclusive formula of prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. This probiotic powerhouse helps your body break down food that is challenging to digest, so gas and bloating are significantly minimized. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available in convenient blister packs, perfect for traveling. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself this summer. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven Power pH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And hey, if you're new to the show, well, you know, we've been doing this for 18 years in our hometown of Seattle and in uh, less time in other cities, and that varies. But Hey, you can always find out about what we've been doing by going to ConsciousTalk.net. And remember, every guest has a guest page, so we know you're on your way to work here in Seattle. And it's morning drive, and, you know, you can't write things down and be safe, and certainly no texting while driving. So just go to ConsciousTalk.net, catch up with every show, either in the archives or through the guest pages, and find out how to get in touch with these people on their websites. I'm Rob Spears. And I'm Brenda Michaels, and our very special guest today is Laura Schroff. The book is An Invisible Thread. And during the break, Laura, you informed us that um, this book came out before the Young Readers edition that came out recently for 8 to 12-year-olds, and that that book is being used in schools and even some college levels across the country. How cool is that? Yeah, well, the Invisible Thread... You know, I wish that I could say that I was so smart to actually um, focus in on schools, but what I found after an invisible thread came out in 2011 was that schools started to, you know, approach me. Mm. And before I knew it, it really became part of the core core curriculum in many schools Mm. as a teaching tool on the power of small acts of kindness and how we can all make a difference in the lives of other, other people. And so because it had such an impact in schools in... 2017, 18, I proposed to um, my book publisher 
the concept of an invisible thread, but actually targeting children ages 8 to 8, 8 mm-hmm. to 12. Mm-hmm. So the young reader's edition is told actually in Maurice's voice, mm. and it's actually a much softer <coughs> version of an invisible thread. Mm. So, for example, while in the big book we talk about his mother being a crack addict, in the young reader's edition we talk about the fact that his mother had a sickness. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was very careful as to make sure that the material in the young reader's edition would be appropriate for children between the ages of 8 and 12. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's... You know, it's so important that they are exposed to this and start to understand because they miss, and I think adults miss it too. What do you do? It's like I thought, well, you gave him, when I was reading it, you know, you gave him your business card, but here's a kid, he has no phone. You know, he can't afford, and in New York, uh, phone booths are, you know, few and far between. And it cost at least a quarter, I would imagine, to make a local phone call. Right, so back then it did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if a kid's on the street all day and sometimes all he gets is a quarter or 50 cents, you know. He's, not gonna, he's yeah. probably not going to waste it on it, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, it's a very foundational thing that on this side of the line, we just don't understand that stuff. Yeah, but what I like about it, Laura, is it was... Another invisible thread between the two of you. There was an energetic, uh, you know, something that happened an there. Exchange, to An yeah. exchange and giving him your card, uh, gave, I believe, gave him hope. Yeah. That's what I feel. And that, that to me, is worth a, a million dollars. Yeah, and we found often that just connecting with homeless people or the people out here uh, in the West, you know, that are standing at intersections mm-hmm. with a sign or whatever. And sometimes just taking the time, just taking five minutes to stop and talk with them is much more important than giving them a dollar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because they're seen, and that's what, you know, they yeah. are in- invisible to most people. Right. That's the sad part. So let's pick up the story here. You were with Maurice. You offered to take him to the hard rack Hard Rock Cafe, but he didn't have the proper clothes. Were you able to help him with that? No. um, I basically just said to him, it's perfectly fine. You can wear the clothes that you have on. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's so interesting, when he showed up on Monday night at 7 o'clock, his face sparkled, Mm. and I could tell that he had made every attempt to be dressed for this very special occasion because he actually cleaned his sweats. So although he wore his he did actually um, wash them mm-hmm. so that he could be dressed for this big dinner. So we went to dinner, and he used to pass the Hard Rock Cafe and try to look in. Mm. But because there were people at the door, he never could get beyond the door. And he was so excited to be eating at the Hard Rock Cafe. And that night, he ordered a huge steak. While we were having dinner, I said to him, you know what? I said, I've got an, another great idea. I said, how would you like to meet me on the corner next Monday night? I said, and we'll go out to dinner again. And before we knew it, we got together every Monday night for the next four years and hundreds of times thereafter. Mm. And we became, you know, friends. Mm. And, you know, it's 33 years later, and we had dinner just a couple of weeks ago, and it just so happened to be on a Monday night, and mm. I thought, you know, I was t- saying to him, you know, who could have imagined that um, all these years later we would still be such great friends. Maurice is a, a partner in, you know, all of my books and invis- 
both of the the adult book and the young readers edition, as mm-hmm. well as in 2000, I guess, 14 came out with an invisible thread Christmas story for children mm-hmm. ages four to eight. Mm-hmm. And Beautiful. And a partner in all of my books, so we never could have imagined that we would be on this journey in a way together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, something, you know, this brings to mind something important, and that's commitment, because it's not something that... Um, folks who we would call, quote, disadvantaged, you know, the ones that are sort of outside of the economic system, et cetera, all they know is failure and, and disappointment. So how important is commitment in, you know, dealing with somebody like Maurice? Well, you know, it's really interesting because as a child growing up, I, I too, and I don't really talk about it much in, my, in the Young Readers Edition because some of the information is pretty harsh. But I came from a, from a pretty volatile family, too. And as a child, I always wanted structure in my life. And without knowing it, when I met Maurice and started to, we started to see each other, without even, again, knowing it, I was creating structure for him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I later thought about how I was trying to give to him some of the things that I did not have, have as a child. Mm-hmm. But I would say on the fifth Monday of getting together, I thought it would be great to make him a home-cooked meal. Mm-hmm. So I invited him over to my apartment. Unbeknownst to me that night, he was really nervous, and um, he was sure that this was the night that he would find out what I really wanted from him. So in the adult book, I do mention that he came to my apartment with a um, box cutter in his pocket. Mm-hmm. In the young children's version, I did not mention mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And he sat on the couch, and I noticed that he was really scared, so I got us both a Diet Coke, that was his favorite drink, and I explained why I invited him to my home. I told him that I considered him a friend, and I explained how friendship was built on trust, and I wanted to make sure that he understood that if anything was ever missing from my apartment, we would no longer be friends. And he looked at me with this very puzzled expression, so I said to him, do you understand what I'm saying? And he said to me, Miss Laurie, you just want to be my friend, that's it? I said, well, (laughs) of course. And with that, he stood up, he put his hand out, and he said, Miss Laura, a deal is a deal. Mm. And that night, we had our handshake, mm-hmm. and um, which was a handshake that was built on trust and mm-hmm. a bond that would continue to grow 33 years later. Wow. That is just so incredible, so beautiful. I just have to commend you for reaching out like you did, for staying with it like you did for offering this young child hope that's that that's what keeps coming up to me is you filled this young child with hope and that there was something better and that people actually saw him and recognized him uh, for who he is and not that invisible person that stands on the street corner and begs for money yeah i mean what a great great example laura you've set for all of us for every one of us. Yeah. Thank when, you, Brendan. People used to tell me all the time how lucky Maurice was to have met me. And I used to always say to them, I was so lucky to have mm-hmm. met Maurice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was 35 years old. I was single. I guess I could have called myself a true workaholic. I worked all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I wasn't working, I was having dinner with um, my friends. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, one day, this child came into my life. Mm-hmm. And not only did he give me purpose and show me a, a side that I never would have known had I not spent time with him. Yes. And I used to say to my friends all the time, 
I said, are you kidding? I said, if we could all walk in Maurice's shoe steps for mm. just 24 hours, mm-hmm. we would never, ever, ever take what we have in our lives for granted yeah. again. Absolutely. So thank you for commending me, but I have to say that I was so lucky to have met Maurice mm-hmm. because also, too, you know, I spent years, some years in therapy because of my own childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met this child, and he showed me how really difficult life can be. <laughs> mm. And I always say that Maurice gave me the gift of forgiveness. He mm. actually helped me appreciate the childhood that I did have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that it wasn't difficult. My father was very volatile, and when my father was great, he was wonderful. But when he drank, he became this really um, very mean man who was incredibly violent, not only with my mother, but also, unfortunately, with my poor younger brother, Frank. Mm. So my life was chaotic, but yeah. I never had to worry about a warm bed to sleep in. My, both my parents worked really hard, and they gave all of their five children an incredible work ethic. Yeah. And you had food every night and, on and the I table. I had to worry right. dinner every night at 5 o'clock. Right. Well, hold that thought. We are going to jump off to a quick break. You're listening to Conscious Talk. We'll be right back. Everyone's raving about the newest botanical superstar hitting the store shelves nationwide. Hemp-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, has been receiving a lot of attention for its tremendous promise on human health. Plus, CBD Oil by CV Sciences is the trusted brand setting the standards in this newly emerging category of plant-based extracts, offering a variety of hemp-derived CBD oil products that you can count on. In order to make the highest quality CBD oil products available, it is important to manage every step of the supply chain process, from seed to shelf. That's why, from harvesting our EU-certified hemp seeds, to laboratory testing for quality and safety, to producing our exceptional line of products, we are committed to going the extra mile. It is our commitment to you. Join the CBD evolution. Ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD Oil products by CB Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at pluscbdoil.com. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of energetic balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of energetic balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of energetic balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with the spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Conscious Talk Radio. Get your dose today. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. 
science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Millions just like you suffer from urinary conditions like overactive bladder, urgency, frequency, and infection. You want to avoid antibiotics and go natural, but you just can't drink the amount of cranberry needed to move the problem on. Urinary Tract Rescue with BioPH is the perfect solution. This formula combines the concentrated phytochemicals of cranberry with BioPH, a highly alkalizing ingredient. Urinary Tract Rescue repels urinary infections in two ways. The concentrated phytochemicals in the cranberry help prevent bacteria from clinging to tissue, while BioPH increases the bioavailability of cranberry and reduces the acid level in urine that irritates the tissue and allows for infection in the first place. Stop suffering. Rescue yourself with Urinary Tract Rescue. You'll find Urinary Tract Rescue at Vitamin Life in Redmond or online at vitaminlife.com. For more information, go to powersofph.com. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. Thanks for listening here today and tuning in to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference for connecting with us, not only through the radio waves, but by tuning in to your own hearts and minds and growing and learning right along with us. We so appreciate it that you're willing to do this. And then you can go out in the world and share that light with others. And that's what this is all about. Truly, that's what this is all about. I'm Brenda Michael. And I'm Rob Spears. And our guest today is Laura Schroff. She is the author of a really beautiful book called An Invisible Thread. And it's beautiful because of the story, but also um, what's behind it and what we can all learn from this. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the title, Laura, An Invisible Thread. And we talk about how we are all connected mm-hmm. and the number of things we can do. But unfortunately, awareness um, keeps us apart generally and and we find that that's really a structural problem Um, we don't understand what their life is like and they have no idea what ours is like you know in this sort of economic milieu that we're all part of so what did you discover about him Um, I mean you told us during the break that Maurice said you were the first person he knew that worked yeah you know it's interesting um, there was so much that Maurice taught me, but there was so much that I also showed him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Rob, as you just mentioned, I was the first person that Maurice ever knew that worked. Mm-hmm. He didn't even understand the concept of work. Mm. So what I was able to do um, and what he was able to do for me was show me a different world, and I was able to show him a different world. One of the stories in the book that people just really love. One Saturday, we started seeing each other on weekends, um, and lots of times he would even come over to my apartment and hang out 
while I was out doing errands. He loved getting away from his chaotic world. But one Saturday, he called from my lobby phone, and he asked if I could take him to lunch. He was really hungry. And I found out that he had not had anything to eat in a couple of, in probably two days. And I said, we need to figure this out. I said, so on Monday nights, I said, if you want, I said, you'll have to be very careful. I said, but I can give you money, and you can then buy yourself food throughout the week. Or if you would prefer, on Monday nights, we can go to the supermarket together before we have dinner. We can go down all the lanes, and you can pick out all the things you love to eat, and I'll make you lunch. Mm. Um, I can leave it with the doorman, and then on your way to school, you can swing by and pick it up. And he looked at me, and he said to me, Miss Laura, if you make me lunch, are you going to put it in a brown paper bag? <laughs> and I was really thrown by that question. I didn't really understand and so I said, well, do you want your lunch in a brown paper bag or not? And he said to me, Miss Laura, he said, I don't want your money. He said, I want my lunch in a brown paper bag because when kids come to school and they have their lunch in a brown paper bag, that means somebody cares about them. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, what a beautiful yeah. soul, so this I kid. I would make him lunch every mm. day, and he would swing by, and he actually started to go to school even more because mm-hmm. he was so proud to go to school and have his lunch in a brown paper bag. Mm, wow. Wow. That's such a beautiful story. And and not surprising. Uh, I'm curious. Now, we don't have much time in this segment, and we can extend it into the next segment. But what were his views about the world? I mean, did he only know his own little world? Obviously, he started to know yours. What what were those views like? You know, it's, it's really interesting. When we were getting ready one on right before Christmas, we were decorating my Christmas tree, and he was going to be going to, coming to, with me to my family's house mm. for Christmas. He knew all the words to all the songs. Mm. And um, we were sitting on the couch, and he was the tree had been decorated, and he was having some hot chocolate, and he loved these homemade chocolate chip cookies that I got <laughs> from, you know, Toll House in a, in a roll, the dough. You mm-hmm. just up and put them on a cookie sheet. Mm-hmm. But he thought this was the best thing ever. And I said to him, Maurice, I don't understand. How do you know all the words to all the songs? And he said, he was 11, and he said to me, you know, Miss Laura, he said, kids like me, we see everything from the outside looking in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, You you know, those moments of realization and what a Mm. different world it is. um, Mm. Sandra Bullock did a movie in 2009 called The Blind Side. Oh, I know. And Mm -hmm. the the thing that struck me in that movie and it struck the character was when she brought this boy into her home and he walked into his bedroom, which she was giving him. And he was stop- he was dumbstruck, and she said, "Well, what? You never had your own bedroom?" And he said, "No, I never had a bed. I he never had his own bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just oh, that that grabs yeah. you. Story yeah. For the break, because I think you need to do your yes, yes we do. We are. We're going to take a quick one, and then you have another, another great another great story, story for us. Okay. Well, hold, hold on, folks, because we're coming back after these messages. While summer is the absolute best time for swimming, cookouts, and much-anticipated vacations, it's the worst time to endure the pain and embarrassment of unexpected gas and bloating. Bloating oftentimes isn't triggered by how much food you eat, 
but rather what you eat. Some foods are difficult for your body to break down, and those undigested particles pass into the colon and produce uncomfortable gas bubbles that make your stomach swell and bloat and can even lead to weight gain. Enter your summertime savior, Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotics, an exclusive formula of prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. This probiotic powerhouse helps your body break down food that is challenging to digest, so gas and bloating are significantly minimized. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available in convenient blister packs, perfect for traveling. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself this summer. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. Conscious Talk, empowering your day. There's great benefit to raising consciousness in your environment. You feel a higher sense of well-being, sleep and meditate more deeply, boost your natural healing ability, increase focus, concentration, and creativity. You can have these results in your living and working space with Focused Life Force Energy Innovations. Experience Focused Life Force Energy for yourself in a free 15-day trial with no strings attached. To apply, go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on Conscious Partner at the top of the homepage. Rob and I are on this program and loving it. We feel more joy and happiness, a higher sense of well-being, and we're sleeping better. And we've also noticed our animals are more playful and energetic. Make your home a healing sanctuary or take the good feelings, high consciousness energy with you on your cell phone with the FLFE program. Don't forget to get your free trial today at ConsciousTalk.net in the Conscious Partners section. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And uh, I just remind you again, ConsciousTalk.net is where you're going to find what you need when you want to connect with these stories. And, you know, click through to Amazon on the title of the books. It's all there on the website. And if you can't find it, just put the name of the guest in the search engine and you'll find their page. I'm Rob Spears. And I'm Brenda Michaels, and our very special guest is Laura Schroff. The book is An Invisible Thread, and it is uh, a New York Times bestseller, and she has a New York Times bestseller, which is adapted for young people, which they have in schools and even some colleges, which is really cool, Laura, what you've done with this book and and actually what you've done with your life. And, And you've introduced us to Maurice You've shared with us this beautiful relationship that you opened up to and he's opened up to you. And I asked you about his world and what he thought. And you said you had a story to relate to us. So we're, we're waiting with bated breath. <laughs> well, I would say probably about three months after we met, I thought it would be really nice to bring Maurice out to my sister Annette's house on Long Island. And mm. She and her husband, Bruce, they had three child- have three children, and they were all about the same age as Maurice. So Maurice had never been outside of New York City, so he was very excited, but he was also very nervous to meet my family. And I assured him that they were excited to meet him. And, of course, when we got out to Long Island, he had never walked on grass. He had never been outside of the Mm. city. And, of course, their house seemed to be like a mansion to him, Mm -hmm. even though it was not a mansion. And he even had a hard time understanding how they actually had their own swing set in the backyard. Mm. So Maurice played on the swings with my sister's children, and then he actually went for a bike ride with Derek. And then it was time for dinner, and, you know, we had dinner in the dining room. And driving home that night, 
I said to him, you know, tell me what you what was your favorite part of the day. You know, let's talk about the day. And he, I expected that he was going to tell me that he loved playing on the swings with Colette, Derek, and Brooke, or playing video games, or going for a bike ride. And he said, oh, he said, Miss Laura, he said, I love that room. I said, what room? He said, that room where we had that fancy dinner. And I said, oh, I said, that room's called the dining room. Mm -hmm. I said, why did you like the dining room so much? He said, well, he said, I thought the food was great. He said, but I loved how everybody was laughing and talking and having so Mm -hmm. much fun. He said, and there was just so much love in the room. And this was the first time that I realized that he was starting to dream. Mm. And he said to me, you know what, Miss Laura? He said, someday, he said, when I grow up, I'm going to have a room just like that. Mm. So today, when you walk into Maurice's apartment, and he's been with Michelle now, they've been married for 20 years, mm-hmm. and been together for 25, and they have a beautiful family of their own. Mm. He doesn't have a living room. He has a dining room. Oh, uh-huh. I love it. His family loves to hang out. <laughs> That's so beautiful and so cool. So I talk cool. about that at schools a lot, and I say how some of the things that we take so for granted, mm-hmm. like lunch in a brown paper bag, mm-hmm. or sitting at the table and having dinner with your family, you know, might seem so ordinary to you, but to p- some people who don't have that, mm-hmm. it's some of the greatest gifts. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Without to appreciate the gifts that we have in our lives. Absolutely. Right. Well, um, the other thing that was interesting in reading that part of the book was that the children, um, they just naturally got along. There wasn't, you know, they didn't question each other's lifestyle. They just played together. They just played together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, you know, they thought Maurice was great, mm-hmm. and Maurice just thought they were terrific. Maurice was very surprised, you know, by certain things, like the fact that they all had their own bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he just didn't, you know, he had a hard time comprehending that their house had so many different rooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet he just thought the day was great, and the kids, I mean, they were... I mean, Colette was 11, so she was the same same age as um, Maurice, and Derek was nine, and Brooke was seven, and they all just played together, mm. and it was great, you know, and they didn't see that he was African-American, and they were not the same color. You know, they don't, children don't see those things. It's, right, right. No, they don't. We're the ones that... that Recognize make that, it a point. yes, yeah. and make it a point right. and implant that or imprint that into their little minds um, that they're different, that they're separate, that type of thing. And I think it's such a travesty that we do this to children. We we actually, I don't think there's any animal or child born born in hate with hate in their heart. They're loving, um, pure beings, and they're taught that hate. And and that's the sad part. And who teaches it to them? Adults that carry that kind of hate in their hearts. Yeah. Well, which re- really brings us to the central theme here, and some and the work that you've carried on, and that's about kindness and mm-hmm. and really the power of kindness in people's lives. Uh, w- this story was so moving that way that a person, you know, you could make such a big difference just by simple kind acts with this person. And with the Young Readers Edition, I actually have in the back of the book a list of all the different acts of kindness that children can actually incorporate into their day. Mm. And when I've been really lucky because I've actually spoken at quite a few schools already, 
elementary and also middle school, and the kids are just, they're so adorable, and, you know, they love the story because it's all, it is all about kindness, and mm-hmm. for, I've done a couple of private schools, and so the children come away with this idea that, wow, I'm really lucky to have what I have in my life, mm-hmm. and for children who are less fortunate, they see optimism, but what they all see is how we can all make a difference yes. in the lives of another person by being kind. And, mm-hmm. in fact, I just did a school, and it, just fourth graders was all the, all the fourth grade class. And when I was talking about kindness and how it ripples outward, I said it's kind of like taking a pebble, I said, and throwing it into a pond, and you see all those beautiful ripples. Well, research does show, and there is a book, The Kindness Advantage, which is Dr. Dale Atkins' book, and she really talks about how kindness is contagious. And the mm-hmm. more you incorporate it into your daily life, the more you want to do it all over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I used this pond with a stone as an example. And they all wrote me letters and to, to thank me for coming to their school. And there were so many children that loved that analogy. Um, you know, talking, I turn it over to them and ask them, what do you think is an act of kindness? Mm. You know, and children will say something as simple as inviting someone who's eating lunch alone to join them mm-hmm. or asking mm-hmm. someone to come play with them during research, recess mm-hmm. because they're by themselves. Um, something as simple as smiling at someone that you might normally ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, one boy said to me, I think a simple act of kindness, he said, I should tell my grandfather because he was in World War, World War II that he's protected our country. That's an act of kindness. Mm -hmm. And I thought, isn't that the sweetest? Yes. That he actually, because of this conversation, it made him think about his grandfather and how his grandfather, you know, went off to war to help protect our country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, what you're teaching out there, what you're demonstrating is so powerful, so needed, such perfect timing for it. And I wanted to hearken back just for a moment of a comment you made about, you know, he felt lucky and you felt lucky. I don't think luck had anything to do with it. I think it was all planned. Um, I really feel in my heart you two were meant to meet. This was the journey you were meant to be on. That's a journey he was meant to be on. And, uh, and look what has transpired out of just one small act of kindness. The power in that is incredible. Well, you uh, know, Brenda, it's really interesting because when we were just chatting a while ago off air, mm-hmm. I had mentioned to Rob and, the t- and to you as well the name of the book, An Invisible Thread. Right. Mm-hmm. And this kind of plays into what you just said. Every name that I came up with, my co-writer didn't like, and every name he came up with, I didn't like. So we were at a standstill, and I had to go to a birthday party, and I was running late. And I normally like to go to my card store, but because I was running late, I went to Dwayne Reed, which is kind of like a CVS or a store. But I'd never bought a card in Dwayne Reed. And I'm standing in front of the cards, and I saw this green card that wasn't even a particularly pretty card, and I picked it up. And it said, there's an old saying, how an invisible thread connects those that are destined to meet. Mm. And I opened up the card, and it said, and I'm so happy you're in my life, and happy birthday. Mm. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that was it. I bought all five cards, 
I bought a card for my friend. I ran upstairs and I Googled an invisible thread. Yep. Wow. And I found out that it's an ancient Chinese proverb, how an invisible thread connects people who are destined to meet. Yeah. Wow. That's a beautiful and story. And I called Alex and I said to him, oh, my <laughs> God, I said, I've got the name of the book. I said, Google an invisible thread. And he said to me, Laura, he said, you're brilliant. I said, Alex, I'm looking at an American greetings card. And Brenda, when I was 25 years old, my mother passed away um, from cancer. Hmm. And she was very young. She was only 47 years old. And I have no doubt that my mother has been on this journey with mm-hmm. me from the very I'm beginning. I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. And I absolutely believe that my mother put that card in, in front of hand. you. Yeah. Yep. So kind of going back to how it was all kind of destined to be, which is really kind of amazing. Yes. Yeah. Because it, I feel so enormously blessed to be And you are. And you are. And, and, and you found yourself that way. Well... We've run out of time, Laura, um, but we want our listeners to know if they want to find out more about you, they can go to Laura Schroff, that's S-C-H-R-O-F-F dot com. Laura, thank you so Brenda, very Rob, much. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, my dear. Thank and you so much. Loving it so much. Talk. Oh, you're I welcome. I really appreciate it. It was a lovely interview. Well, it was a lovely time with you. And folks, thank you. Have a beautiful day. We'll soon see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful, guided, meditative journey designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. While you relax for about 20 minutes, you're led through an adventure in consciousness where you use your imagination and feelings to experience a greater connection to the answers you seek. Sometimes you meet and hear from guides or angels while listening to waves, a stream, or rain and thunder. Available as immediate MP3 downloads to your computer, these journeys could be your next step. Visit anoasisforyoursoul.com. That's anoasisforyoursoul.com. Conscious Talk. Radio that lights the way. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.